0: Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Thursday, August 31st, 528 a.m. Central time, grain markets are lower this morning. December corn futures down three quarters of a cent at 480. November soybeans down four and a half at 1382 and a quarter. December Chicago wheat down eight at 599. December Kansas City wheat down 10 and three quarters at 721. December spring wheat down five and a half at 774. We've got some issues on the Mississippi river. Why don't we start off there?
1: So water, water levels on the Mississippi river continue to decline due to a lack of rain throughout the river valley levels could approach the record lows that were seen in October of last year. As a result of the low levels, barge rates have moved higher and load restrictions have been put in place on some grain barges. Without a fully functioning river system, new crop basis bids and calendar spreads may continue to weaken.
0: This is not good. Um, we've already got export problems, right? We've got a, a poor looking book of corn sales for new crop. We've got a, a poor looking book of soybean sales for new crop. To get specific about it, your new crop book of corn sales is off 16% versus the same period last year. New crop book of soybean sales off 30%. Um, this The result of this is that, okay, the barge rates move higher because you don't have the ability to move as much grain down the river as you would like to so the impact is going to be immediately on spreads and basis um if you're typically somebody who delivers corn or soybeans to um really anywhere along the river or even the tributaries um the, the basis bids at those areas are going to decrease and it's going to like kind of have a trickle effect throughout the country throughout the corn belt the spread market um has weakened, so the December to March corn spread traded sixteen and a quarter cents of carry overnight, and that's the widest, I believe, for that particular spread since two thousand nine. You've got some similar action in soybean spreads; you got thirteen cents of carry from November to January in beans, which is uh, carry in the bean market. Given the supply and demand situation we've got currently, is is kind of an odd thing. So the uh, the, the big carries are not; it's, it's not a bullish characteristic. That's a characteristic of like more well supplied. Bearish type markets. I think this could even have an impact on flat price. Absolutely. Because if you're an importer, you're China, and you were thinking about U.S. corn. Guess what? These high barge rates are going to uh, be reflected in export pricing, so it's going to make U.S. corn uh, even more non-competitive. I mean, we've been kind of back and forth versus Brazil, but it's it's going to have an impact on, on the competitiveness of our grains. So this this is a bad deal, um, and it doesn't look like it's going to change anytime soon. I guess we can segue to weather with that.
1: Yeah. So dry weather is expected to persist throughout the central U.S. for at least another week. The 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 seven-day forecast offers little to no rain for the vast majority of U.S. corn and soybean areas. The Euro model calls for some accumulation along the Wisconsin-Minnesota border next weekend, although the GFS uh, remains mostly dry. The extended GFS through September 16th offers only scattered rains. Heat will be an issue today and through the weekend. By Labor Day, temperatures above 100 degrees could be seen as far north as Minnesota.
0: So this is um, the hot and dry weather. I mean, not good for crop prospects. I know a lot of you guys have told me, Joe, the soybean crops gone backwards, which I'm, I'm sure is is factual in nature. Uh, to what degree, I don't know. But this is bad for the river situation also because, I mean, what do you need for the river levels to come back up? You need rain in the river valley, and you really don't have anything in the forecast uh, of consequence here over the next week. Um, the euro says maybe you see some stuff in this Uh, northern river valley area like wisconsin minnesota border but gfs says no so um the forecast is uh not good for a number of reasons it's not good in in regard to crop potential but it's also not good in regard to uh demand so not not ideal here
1: so if you guys are not already subscribed to our premium content you need to check it out joe can you tell me about the video you did with brian yesterday
0: Uh, Brian split was on yesterday. Brian's great with charts. Uh, We ran through corn charts, soybean charts, wheat charts. Wheat was what we led off with because uh, wheat futures, whether it's HRW, SRW, spring wheat, uh, those contracts all made fresh calendar year lows just this week. So we explored some potential downside targets. We looked at upside targets, too. What are some, uh, you know... Areas to consider in terms of cash sales um, for for each crop, you know those sort of of items. If you guys want to see the premium stuff, new video every day, uh, email blasted out at five a.m. Central Time every single morning. We get up super early and throw this stuff together. Um, make sure that we include the overnight headlines, overnight weather changes, all of that. This is a fifty dollar per month subscription. You can cancel it any time. No other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else. Just a ton of info direct from us guys. Takes like a minute to sign up. You can do it on your phone or computer. Uh, either way.
1: U.S. ethanol production fell to its lowest level since May, Weekly output of 1.01 million barrels was down 4% compared to last week and down 2% versus the same week last year. Ethanol stocks were pegged at 21.6 million barrels. The print declined 5.2% on the week and was down 9.2% compared to the same week last year. Implied gasoline demand increased 1.8% compared to last week and was up 7.5% versus the same week last year. On average over the last four weeks, implied U S gasoline demand is up 2% versus the same period last year.
0: If those river issues persist and we have uh, reduced uh, amounts of of corn, essentially, that you can move down the river, um, where is the corn going to go? A lot of it's going to go to ethanol plants and a lot of it would have anyways. But uh, if the basis uh, levels weaken on these river issues, uh, that's going to be a real good thing for the ethanol producer. It's going to help their margins tremendously. So I would anticipate that uh, as we move into harvest, we start to get some uh, new crop corn uh, delivered to the plants, you should see an increase in ethanol production, which is normal seasonally anyways, but because of the river issues this year, uh, could be a little exaggerated. So I'm actually really optimistic about <clears throat> ethanol production. It's just the export pieces. Is- is uh, has a lot of problems right now.
1: USDA reported a flash sale of soybeans on Wednesday. US exporters sold 266,000 metric tons of soybeans to unknown destinations for delivery during marketing year 2324. Since the beginning of August, exporters have sold 2.02 02 million metric tons of soybeans through nine flash sales.
0: This is normal routine business. We've seen quite a bit of it recently. It just hasn't really been the amounts that we need to that that we need to see, um, the total book, as I mentioned earlier, the total book of new crop soybean sales is off thirty uh, percent. Chinese purchases of U.S. soybeans for the new crop marketing year are down forty-eight percent from the same period last year, and a lot of that has to do with um, a tight U.S. situation and and Brazil. Of course, had a huge crop last year, but uh, we need to continue to see this. It's routine business. These s- sales of this size are not going to rally the market. It's it's not a, a material or, or consequence amount that you're going to like rally on um, one day or the next, you know.
1: So, Moscow is proposing an alternative to the Black Sea grain deal. The foreign ministers of Russia and Turkey will discuss an alternative to the deal later this week. Under the plan, Russia would ship 1 million tons of grain to Turkey at a discounted price with financial support from Qatar. The grain would then be processed in Turkey and exported to needy countries. One of Russia's complaints among the many about the Black Sea grain deal was the lack of grain going to poor countries.
0: Yes, because Putin is a humanitarian. Um, I don't know. You know, wheat futures have been the one that that have uh, historically, and when I say historically, the last uh, what 15 months have moved on this news. And wheat futures have all made again fresh calendar year lows. So this is not seen as as a bullish deal. And if anything, some more grain movement, I suppose, is is kind of negative price action.
1: GDP rose at a revised 2.1% annualized uh, pace in the second quarter. The revision, which was announced yesterday, was attributed to modest business investments. A solid labor market and healthy consumer spending uh, continue to help the U.S. economy expand. Growth is forecast to accelerate here in the third quarter due to consumer spending. If the economy continues to grow, the Fed may need to adopt a more aggressive approach to reduce inflation.
0: Yeah, I love the last line of this tear sheet here. The Fed may need to take a more aggressive approach to inflation if the economy continues to expand. God forbid the economy expands. I mean, we know we know that the Fed wants to tame inflation and that's all well and good. But I mean, it almost they almost made it sound like they're looking for a recession here in a recession like historically had been defined as as two consecutive quarters of negative GDP. And we actually saw that last year. They didn't call it a recession though. It was like an unofficial recession. So we're still positive in terms of uh, economic growth. I know a lot of people think we're gonna be negative eventually. And there's still the recession doomsdayers out there. Maybe that's what happens. I don't know, but uh, we're not seeing it right now. What did cattle do yesterday?
1: Uh, Cattle futures closed lower on Wednesday. Feeder cattle futures closed an average of 125 lower. Live cattle, they were down a buck 41 lower on average. George. choice box beef end of the day at 3.1511. that was up 75 cents and select end of the day at 2.8953. that was down 15 cents
0: outside markets fairly quiet this morning uh us dollars up stocks are up just a little bit uh, the s&p's up five the dow's up 120 bonds a little bit higher uh, crude oil is up 48 cents in the october wti at 82 11 have a great day guys uh, we'll talk to you friday